Welcome to Resilient Minds 365, where we discuss the resilient stories of entrepreneurs, professionals, and students with mental illnesses to encourage you to strive, thrive, and live in abundance. I'm your host, Cleone Crawford. So for today's episode, we will continue on sharing some more of my personal experiences with bipolar disorder and mania or depression. So in this episode, I recently went through, over the past few weeks, I recently went through an episode where I had um, a manic episode where I was manic for about almost a month and it was quite a journey. So I want to share exactly what happened with that journey because, because of that journey that I went through, I did not spend much time on this podcast, which uh, meant a lot to me. So I'm very thankful now that I can kind of focus back on the podcast and get back to getting these stories out so that you can know that you can be resilient too. And I'm hoping by sharing my personal story that you will realize that you can bounce back Mental health is not a death sentence, but you can bounce back. And that's what I'm hoping that this episode will show you. So let's get to it. Let's talk about what happened. So what did happen? So around the month of June, June the 2nd into particular, that is usually the time the anniversary that my, where my sister, she passed away, who was 17 at the time, would now be 31 in October, um, where she would, she had passed away due to a, a horrific car accident. And that has been a trigger for me. So about a week or two weeks before, um, her anniversary, I was triggered and I had a manic episode, which lasted almost a month. It was quite the journey. And during that time, it started off where I had spent a lot of time helping a petition. I actually created a petition to help a young man who had been brutally beaten, beaten up by police, a police officer and his brother. I won't mention the name, but I'm sure you guys all know. Actually, yeah, I'll mention the name. It was Defonte Miller, his case. And um, I made a petition and we have over 175,000 signatures so far to date. Um, it was a really good petition that I put through, but I put through a lot of energy to the point that I had become ill and and maybe obsessed with the petition. I was just, you know, so darned um, focused on that, that I put a lot of my energy and 
didn't realize that somehow I had switched from a passionate person to a manic person. So what had happened was around the time, just about a week before her, my sister's anniversary and me spending all this time on the petition, things started to shift. And this is where I want to kind of talk to you about how things shifted and what it, what does mania look like? So for me, mania, it looks, they say that when you are manic, you are abnormally upbeat, jumpy and wired. And during that period, I had been very upbeat, very jumpy, very wired. I was very, I was just excited about life and, um, but I was, I had an energy that was just, for me, it was very awesome and euphoric in the sense, um, where I just had great energy and I just loved it. And that's what happens when you are manic, you have this abnormal, um, abnormally upbeat and jumpy or wired energy. The second thing that happens is you have an increased activity where um, increased activity, your energy, and your agitation. So for me during that time, let me tell you, I was doing this, I was doing that, I was going here, I was going there, I was in Peterborough, I was in Kingston, I was in Ottawa, I was in Montreal. I was just moving and moving and moving. And it's because I was trying to get, um, I was trying to get awareness for the petition and not realizing that I had lost my focus, which was to raise awareness for mental health and to let people know about mental health. But sometimes things happen where you do lose your focus. And for me, that's what happened. The next thing that people go through who are manic or hypomanic in this episode, actually not hypomanic, just manic, um, exaggerated sense of well-being and self-confidence. Let me tell you, my friends, if you want to talk about someone who felt confident, that was I. That was this woman right here. I was super confident. I just, you could, you know, I would dance, I would sing, I would do so much stuff. Um, I'm not saying that I don't dance and I don't sing and I don't do that kind of stuff. However, the energy that I had was, it was a different level of energy and the confidence that I had was a different level of confidence because I was grandiose. I would think big, I felt big and felt like I was untouchable. I also felt that I was very, I was doing very well, that there was nothing wrong with me and that anything that was happening was everyone, it was basically, Everyone else was wrong. I was perfect. I was going, I was, you know, my well-being was, was wonderful in my eyes. And, um, but in the eyes of others, you can, they can see that there was something going on. Another thing that uh, people who are manic go through is they have a decreased need for sleep. Guys, I barely slept. I was up at one, I was up at 
two, I was up at three in the morning, four in the morning, five in the morning. I was just up all hours of the day and I just felt so energized. I felt like, why are you guys sleeping? It doesn't make any sense. Why are y'all sleeping? You know, there's so much that we can get done in the day. Do you know what I mean? So I was just so full of energy. I was just so wired. Another thing that we go through is unusual talkativeness. And you basically become a chatty Kathy. And I was definitely the chattiest of the Kathiest of them all. So I would talk. And, and during that month, I was just talk and talk and talk uh, about different things. I, I would do a lot of lies. I'm not saying there's nothing wrong with doing the lies, but I was very talkative and I had a lot to say. Another thing that would happen is that you would have racing thoughts where your thoughts are going from here to there, to there, to there, they're just going everywhere. And um, for me, my thoughts were definitely racing. I was just always thinking, it was always a new business idea or it was a new thought or it was numbers or there was just so much going on. And then there was distractibility. Um, where you're so easily distracted, you know, you could see like everything has a meaning. So you're, you, you, you don't have the ability to focus. Like, so maybe you'll see a number quickly and you'll be like, yeah, that's what that means. You're just distracted. You were focusing on the one thing. And then all of a sudden you're, you're over there, you're on the other side, your folk, your, your mind just keeps switching. And then the final thing that I believe that happens with people who are uh, manic is poor decision-making. For example, going on buying sprees and taking sexual risks or making foolish investments. Let's talk about that, what happened with Cleone Crawford. During that month, I was doing, I was, in my eyes, I was about to buy 44 cars for my new business, which made a lot of sense which was going to be an Uber company, but not necessarily Uber, but my own Uber business, luxury. And to me, the business made a lot of sense. But here's what didn't make any sense. I wanted to buy 44 cars, luxury cars. And here's what also didn't make sense. I wanted to, yeah, what did I want to do? I didn't have the money to buy these cars. I, in my head, I was just like, yeah, I'm just going to lease them. But where was the money going to come from? I didn't know. I was plan I was basically spending money that I did not have yet because I was like, okay, I can easily get a loan for this. No problem because the idea is good. So why not? So everything is possible when you are manic, everything is possible. You know what I'm saying? So another thing that people do is they, you know, taking sexual risks. And for me, that did happen during this month where I had an encounter with a gentleman and, you know, and became quite sexual with that person very quickly. I did not know them, but I became, and that's my reality. Um, it was a risk that I took. I definitely took a risk, but that's my reality. That's what happened. And that's what happens when you're manic. You just, 
you become hypersexual. You know, I think I mentioned in my previous episode that just a segue here, that my son, which you see in the back behind over there, uh, my son was a result of my mania. I had met a gentleman and which is the, my, the father of my child. And in one day we became intimate and continued to be so for about two weeks. And in those two weeks, my son was conceived. And, but when I came down from my high after the two weeks, I was just like, what am I doing with this guy? It's time for me to let him go. So I let him go, but I was already pregnant. And that's what happens when you are manic is that sometimes you become super sexual, hypersexual. Your, your appetite is just at another level. You know what I'm saying? It's at another level. <laughs> so the next thing is making foolish investments. Guys, I had businesses coming out the yin yang. I had so many different businesses ideas that I was going to pursue and None of them came to pass. Well, I won't say none of them came to pass. I'm focusing on my speaking business, which I believe that I can be a good speaker. So I'm working on working with a coach um, who's going to teach me how to be a professional speaker, speaker and the business of speaking. So I'm kind of looking forward to that. So with all that said, that's what mania looks like for someone who is bipolar and for me, some of the poor decision-making, one situation that happened during that month was a situation with the, my, my former bank. Um, I had gone into, this is what happened. Not the best, not my best, you know, situation things that happened, but it's what happened. I had gone into a CIBC bank, my former bank, and I demanded to speak to a manager I did, didn't want to line up because I had some issues with them in the past. And I was like, I want to speak to a net manager because I want to know what's going on. So I demanded to speak to a manager, pushed past the security officer, sat down in the lobby and waited for a manager. And I was told, they're like, ma'am, you can't stay here. You need to leave. And I just turned my music up. So they called the police and said that I was trespassing. But tell me, guys, how do you trespass at a bank that you have four accounts with? Tell me, tell me, tell me. So anyhow, I, the police were called. And because the police were called, they basically told me that I had to leave. Um, but prior to that, I had done things that were odd while waiting for the police. I didn't know I was waiting for the police, but before the police came, I was being quite odd. They, but the same thing, they never took my bank card. They never asked for anything. They just called the police. And that's where I think they were wrong. But where I was wrong was doing the things that I did while there, which was the gun symbols and the, the sound of, you know, a gunshot from my mouth and like pow, like stuff like that. 
and um, what was, and then I put my business card on the chest of the officer, which would be considered as assault. So the things that I was doing was quite odd, if I might say. And with that said, what happened with this is that unfortunately, I, they told, the police told me to leave. So I left, went home. And while I was home and sleeping, the police, the Toronto police came to my home. And um, it was brought to my attention that they were knocking on my door and they left a note for me saying that I was wanted for uttering threats. Hmm, go figure, eh? So I was wanted for uttering threats to CIBC Bank. And then unfortunately, um, because of those threats, I was arrested. So during that time, so now I have a situation with CIBC Bank where um, I'm going to have to go to court for those threats that were uttered, which kind of doesn't make sense, but whatever. But so that was my crazy ride with mania during the month of June. And then what happened was once the verdict came through for Defonte Miller on the 25th or 26th, I believe it was the 26th. Um, don't know the exact date, but I'm pretty sure it was either the 25th or 26th. So once that I, after I left the, the hearing reading for at in Oshawa for Defonte Miller, I came home, I slept, and then I found myself coming down from my high, like I just came down from that manic high. And then for the next few days, I just slept. And my mood came down and I started to feel better, stable. And then here I am now. It took me a while to make this video because I was just like, what did I do? All these people are going to judge me. Um, people are going to laugh at me. So there was just a lot of self-talk that was going through my mind. And yeah, that's, so that was my situation with mania. Um, I just love if you guys would, if you have any questions about what mania is, um, what it looks like, uh, how we feel, feel free to put the, put it in the comments. I'm just being very transparent. I do suffer with bipolar one and I do have manic episodes and it took me a while to come to that place to actually agree that that's what the situation is because that's what the situation is. So with that said, I would like to end this episode and basically say to all you resilient minds out there until next time, please subscribe to us on all our platforms and don't forget to rate the show and leave a review for us on Apple podcasts. Also join the community of resilient minds and sign up for our biweekly newsletter at www.resilientminds.com. 
365.ca. Be sure to grab a copy of my new book, The Music of My Life, on all Amazon marketplaces to get to know me better. If you can think of one person that will receive value from today's message, today's show, um, or you can feel that you can connect with a testimonial, please, please share it with them. So feel free to take a screenshot of this week's episode of the podcast and tag us on Instagram. You can tag myself, only Cleone, or Resilient Minds 365, and pretty much that's it. And remember, mental health is not a death sentence. Despite your illness, you can strive, you can thrive, and you can live a life of abundance. Until next time, I'm Cleone Crawford, and I'm signing off. Thank you.